even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Oh, the God of this shit. What? Oh, that, oh, God. The tooth and nail, man. This is when Britt was hurt, right? She was just coming back or something? Yeah, she was hurt. She wasn't 100%. You know, she was, like, just getting better. Yeah, oh, God. All right. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie, the woman of a thousand moves. De Jesus. The woman of a thousand... Okay. Serena Deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am the man of the minute, John Turiano, <laughs> as opposed to man of the hour. I got it, yeah. Very yeah. good, very good. Very yeah. Good. And uh, you are listening to episode 93, contact information. As always, you can watch the cast the show at www.com. The smarkygeeks.com call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Leave us a question, comment, review, whatever you want, just to be part of the show. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catch you use. Leave us a five-star review. It will help spread word of the shows, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on our Twitters at SmarkyGeeks, at FrankieDeJesus, at the John Turiano. Subscribe to us on our Facebook group, Lively Page. Um favorite place to be online subscribe to us on our instagram to at the smarky geeks and on with the show how you doing john all right frank how you been uh, it's been all right let me tell you it's gonna be a different show yeah a little bit i mean we've done stuff like this before it's gonna be uh, one of our all review shows yeah, um, today's actually Monday. We normally don't record on Mondays, yeah. but we both happen to be off. So yeah. Memorial Day. Thank yes. you to our soldiers. Yes. Um, um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to... And, and because... <laughs> see, normally we record on Sundays, so and the pay-per-view would have happened already. What was happening as we were recording. Yeah. So we, record, we, we review it the next week. Yeah. But since it's Monday, it happened already, we're gonna re- we want to review it. We want to get it out there in the ether. Yeah, we could be right there on time. But we know. also want we also want to talk about NXT and AEW's regular show from yeah, Wednesday le- and leading Friday. up to it. Yeah. Right. So rather than do news, we're just gonna do the reviews of the two shows. Yeah. Plus the pay per view, and we'll do the, we'll do we'll do a big news shit news. Review next week. Yeah, all that stuff will be there. Yeah. Still anyway. So. And there might be more updates on stuff too. Yeah. So that'll actually help. Yeah. So, go for it. All right. So, we review both. Go right into the main event. This yeah. is where we review both shows against each other. Um, and again, it's just our fuck yourself. If you don't like them, you can go fuck yourself. And buy our merch. And buy our merch. Yeah. Now, uh, so I go first this week. Yeah, let's do the ratings. The ratings uh, were ho- horrible for NXT, and uh, we don't know. Well, I'm X- sure they were horrible I, for AEW. I think they do like five hundred thousand. We don't know. They're well, like, I saw so read something. The overnight ratings were five hundred thousand. I read it this morning. Where did you get this from? I, I saw it on, on, on some Facebook site. Yeah, there's there, no one has them yet. They're, but supposedly, they're they're very down, but no one has the number yet. Right. But they're very down. It's it wasn't. It was, it was like I said, it wasn't going to be big. Um, in the NXT ratings, they were up against the NBA. I mean, until the NBA playoffs are over. No, listen. They're up against the NBA. Listen, uh, they held very good numbers. Like, they're basically 700,000 for the last three weeks. Right. right? They were like 698 this week. Right. Um, 
So, but the horrible thing is that they went down to like one nine, uh, a point one three in the demo. I, again, I think that has to do with the NBA ratings. I mean, I think because I think a lot of people. I mean, this is the NBA playoffs. I, so I understand. This is this is the revolution for the NBA. It's all the young players taking that. center stage. I understand that, but it's weird. It's such a weird number. Like you know why? Because it's it's like all the young people were like, "Fuck this! I'm going to watch NBA." Yeah. And all the old people were like, "Well, fuck this! I'm going to watch wrestling." <laughs> well, like, well, well, because fuck. they stayed their 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 um, total viewership is pretty much the same for right. the last three weeks. Well, well, what's happening is it's the new generation of NBA players that are making noise in the playoffs now. Yeah. It's the new guys, the John Morant, Devin Booker's of the world. Yeah. They're making noise, and that's the generation that the kids of today are watching. Yeah. So, so they, they want to watch these young players that, you know, their generation players make noise in the playoffs. I know. Right. But I just find it weird. Like, like all the young people just left. And all the old people came in back, you know, to watch. And the NBA is turning into more of a young man's, like, viewership-wise. Because, well, you know, like I remember the NBA got involved heavily with the politics things. Yeah. You know, with the Black, you know, Black Lives Matter. They got involved with that. Yeah. So I think I turned off a lot of older people to that. Yeah. A lot of especially conservatives. Because, that, yeah. because of all that. And the younger generation like, we just want to watch good basketball. Yeah. And they want to watch good so that's what happened. I just I, thought it was funny. Well, I I mean, just, it's such a weird number. It is. Yeah. Again, I think it's more because of the NBA got involved, got very political last season, this season yeah. because of everything. And the older generation that's tired of that, so they just turned they, they just tuned it out. Yeah. And the younger generation like we don't care we want to watch basketball yeah. and they're more social they're more civically conscious of what's going on in the world yeah so so that was cool that the AW AW uh, whatever number it is it's obviously going to be low right uh, which was predicted um and it sucks because like f- for basically for an entirety of June this is going to be what they're going to be doing right yeah. It's going to be Friday, preempted to Friday or some shit like that. But the, I don't know, beyond, I think next week's the last week. Well, possibly. Isn't it like, fucker! <laughs> uh, but isn't it still like all up in the air with that stuff? Yeah, it is. Like, it yeah. depends on play on playoff scenarios yeah. and whatnot. So, so odds are it could be preempted. Right. Which is... Which is not good <laughs> because no. they were all, like there was a lot of hype and everything, you know. But uh, but still, they'll 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 come back and stuff like that. But it sucks because they, they were just on like such a big hype train, right. you know? Um. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's good training for them for their Friday show coming up. See, I think with um Raw's got the advantage because Raw, Raw plays on is on Monday nights. And I, I don't think the NBA does a lot of Monday night playoff games on national TV because they don't want to interfere with the NFL when when it's during Monday night football season. Hmm. Like it's, it's weird. Like you don't see that many primetime NBA playoff games on a Monday night. Yeah. Oh god, I forgot about this. What are you watching? We're watching All Out from 2020, yeah. and this is the tooth and nail match with Britt Baker and Big Swole. Big Swole. This was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I want to say the dumbest. Yeah, I will. No. I'm going with dumbest. I'm going with dumbest. Just go with that banana peel on your head. I'm going with dumbest. I would say zombies fighting in a house would be the dumbest. But this is not good. This is like the early days of the cinematch stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah. Was this their first in a match? Yeah. This was before the first stadium stampede. Yeah, right? yeah. I believe so. I can't. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe it's done the same thing. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. anyway. Let's not talk about it. Anyway. So, yeah. So, the, the ratings next few weeks are going to be weird for AEW and NXT. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. So, who goes first? I'll, I'll go first. Um, I don't. I didn't take notes again this week. I know Frankie's got my back. Got you, boo. So, I'm just going to... We're not going to get too deep, deep into some of these stuff. We're not, but we're not, we'll talk about the stuff that we need to talk about. So NXT opened up with opened up with a video package of Cross versus Battle Two, and NXT opened up the video packages right. So it was it was, it was a nice package. I mean, this was yeah, this was the, the one they had. I think was the week before was a lot better. This was yeah, just was. a short thing just yeah, to build yeah, yeah. up. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it opened up with Shotzi Blackheart and Ramon defeated Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai with Dakota Kai taking the pin. After the match was over, Raquel Gonzalez basically destroyed and um, Shotzi Blackheart while everyone watched. Yeah, it was um, a good it was a good beatdown. Yeah, uh, they're they're building for Ember and Dakota um, Raquel. Yeah, um, because Raquel has no challengers, so they're building that up. And maybe the, taking, um, what's her name, Shotzi Blackheart out for a while right. will help, you know, rejuvenate her or get her out of the, this tag team thing. Um, but yeah, but I think uh, this is obviously they're just building up for Raquel and um, Ember Moon. But on whole, the match was not bad. It was yeah. a nice back and forth. It was a great match. It was all right. I gave it three. I went three and a half. Um, I enjoyed it. But it was good. I liked it. Um, after that, he did a little video pat promo package with Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa talking about how they want to grill the young vets. They want to tag top the grill young vets in the way. Now they, they're after the grill young vets. Yeah. So that was, that was a cool thing. It was cool. Uh, I, I'm not a fan. I've said before on the show, I'm not a fan of Timothy Thatcher, but I like him teaming with Tommaso Ciampa. I like that tag team. Oh, you like two singles guys teaming up? <laughs> I'm normally not a fan of it, I'm but I'm not, I'm not a Thatcher fan, but they just work well Come together. Champa is not a singles guy. He's been in a big yeah, tag team before. Relax. It's yeah. right. uh, I like. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, I like how they kind of made them look like a tag team. Like, they have the same jackets when they come out. No, they tried to make it uniform a little bit. Well, that's WWE. So They like to break, you know, their characters down. <laughs> so next up, we, um, another great match. Pete Dunne defeated Bobby Fish. Yeah, this one was... Well, they did a video package of them. And then they did a, the Finn Cross arriving. And then the, the video package... I mean, the, the match was so weird to me. I gave it, at the end, a three and a half. But it... It, it was so perfect. Yeah. But... I couldn't give it more than three and a half. It's like Why? because it wasn't designed to be a great match. This was what it was on purpose. Because Fish was out on injury. This is his first match back. He's not a singles wrestler. He's a tag wrestler. So this just all made sense. In concept, I would give it a five. But. It was such a weird thing. That's why the the the, the, the star scale is kind of weird sometimes for matches like this. 
This was what it was meant to be. I'm assuming they did this on purpose. These two have a great match in them. This was not it, but this was not meant to be great. They weren't trying to do a great match here. But it, tu- but it turned out to be a great match. You know what I'm saying? Like, a concept, but you know, I, I'm not gonna. I can't throw like five or four stars at it. But everything the idea here was that Fish was not ready, right, for someone like Pete Dunne, because he's, he's just come back, right, right. He he's from injury. He's not a singles guy. He's usually a tag guy, so he's not. He wasn't ready for this type of thing. So it made sense for Pete Dunne. Everything they did made sense. You know, I went three and three quarters on it. Because like I said, it was, it, was, it was better than it had any right to be. I mean, at the end, they... No, they, no. They, you hear these two going to Kenzie, you assume you're going to get a great match. Um, um, but, the and then I liked at the end, uh, what's his name, Lorcan comes in and they build to that program. Because obviously that's going to be Fish and Lorcan later down the line. Right. Which is probably going to be another great match. Because Lorcan, you always forget... Like Lorcan can go, yeah, right. Because he's great. Because he's they haven't really, they don't really do much with him other than just being a guy that's there, right. But he, he does every, corner guy with yeah. whatever, whatnot. But whenever he's in he's in a match, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, because uh, he's one of the guys that just throws his body around. Um, this match ended after the match was over. There was a post match beatdown of Lorcan and Dunn beating down Bobby Fish, and I hated that they did back to back match. They did it back to back. What do you mean? Like they had the 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 first match ended with a beatdown, yeah, and they ended it this way too. Uh, yeah, I, I just didn't I like didn't that mind. they went they they went with the same thing twice two matches in a row. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I I I, 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 I would have preferred they had another match. I understand what you're saying, but right. I didn't mind it. Um, okay. All right. So after that, we had um um hit row in the studio talking about they're putting everybody on notice. Yada yada. This is regular promo. Yeah. How that's their time. Yada yada yada. I enjoyed it. It was good. I like this group. Yeah, I like them. They're, yeah, I'm glad they found something for Ashante Adonis to do. I mean, Adonis, Ashante, yeah. Ashante D. Adonis. The, I'm glad they found something for him to do. Because yeah. he, he's a talented enough that he shouldn't be just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. So, um, we have Mercedes Martinez defeated Zayda Ramier. It was an okay match. It was it was a, an extended squash. Yeah, I gave this two and a half. I went three because they both put in work at least. Yeah, I went three. I don't know what's going on with Mercedes. Mercedes missed spots here again. Like, there's just something that's just not great going on with her, and I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if she came back from injury or something. Because last was, was the last week when she lost to Raquel, and they she messed up a lot in that match. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, she just seems like out of focus. Right. So I'm wondering. And then Zeta Ramir. So apparently, her big win against Tony Storm was for nothing, but whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about how this ended. After she won against Zeta. Oh, Br- yeah. So Br- the lights go out, and Tyus Shine comes on the big screen, and Sonny Martinez has that mark on her hand. They do it. Yeah, so I'm like, ugh. Of all fucking people. You don't do this magic shit with Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, I know. Uh, I saw. I'm like, really? Like, really? Before this, they uh, they were showing her walking to the to to go to her match, and then at the back behind her, you see um, Boa staring down. Oh yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I started laughing when I saw him. But uh, yeah, great stuff. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, they showed Ted DiBiase backstage talking to Tony Storm. Yeah. And Robert Stone stuff talking to DiBiase. There's those money at him and laughs. Ted DiBiase's laugh, which I love. So now they have the million dollar, whatever they called it. Face-off. Million dollar face-off, thank you. And Ted DiBiase comes out. Cameron Grimes comes out. Cameron Grimes like, you know, I want somebody... You know, you know, to my how he might take DiBiase. DiBiase like, I need somebody that I can lead. I think you have it. And out comes L.A. Knight. Yeah. And then L.A. Knight's talking about, like, the, you call him the future. He goes, I may not have his money yet, but I'm going to be there someday. And then the L.A. Knight taking out Cameron Grimes. Take DiBiase leads with L.A. Knight. Yeah. Uh, I like L.A. Knight here. This was... He's been annoying, like in a bad way, for since he got here. But I thought this was actually like his first really good promo right. here, um, and all of it kind of made sense. Um, the rest of it was just fun. I like the way Grimes came off. I like he's like, I, I'm an asshole, but me having all his money means they're all gonna be nice to me anyway. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And uh, he's coming off as a like a really good baby face. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm curious yeah. as to what's going to happen, like, because I I think they're going to introduce that that million dollar belt and have and Grimes and Ali Knight are going to fight over it. Yeah, so I think so. Either DiBiase does some double cross on Grimes and helps Ali Knight win it, or he does a double cross on Ali Knight. I well, he's I think he's ready with Ali Knight. I think that was established at the end of the promo when he walked yeah. up the ramp with L.A. Knight. Yeah. So he might turn on L.A. Knight. Yeah. I think that, if there's going to be any kind of turn, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying the Graham stuff still. Yeah, I am too. It hasn't, it hasn't gone all, all No. Long. I mean, Ted DiBiase... hasn't jumped a shark yet. Ted, so. Ted DiBiase is great. He's he, fine. He's and Cameron Grimes... Grimes is a star here. And Cameron Grimes is awesome. Yeah, so he's... The idea is to make Cameron Grimes a star yeah. of all this. Then it, I'm I'm done with this too. Indy Hartwell's looking for Dexter Loomis. I like what they're doing with Everrise. It's stupid, but it's fun. They're trying to get over. They have a podcast. This Everrise live shit is so dumb, but and it's it's annoying, and it's out of place, I, I and know. it's fucking growing on me. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm saying. I did watch that Ever Ever Everrise live thing. It's a dumb show. It's nothing worth watching. It's like them being like news anchors talking oh, about wrestling God. and shit like that. Yeah. It's 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 nothing funny. But um, yeah, the, the the whole thing is stupid, but it's it, it grows on you. It's just the way they act and uh, their delivery when they, you know, like the 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 Matt Jackson looking one. The ever, I, 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 ever. I, I, I don't care. There's ever and rise. So ever, the fat one. He his whole gimmick now is like he he keeps. Trying to fight the woman now, like oh, you want to take a swing at me? You trying to take a swing at me? You know, and it's just when he does it, I, I'm like, that's fucking funny. <laughs> and um, the other guy, the other guy who reminds me of Chucky e. T, more than any of like, the fat guy reminds me of Matt Jackson, or the two Jacksons combined. Um, but the other guy reminds me of Chucky e. T, a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm liking. The gimmick so far, yeah, it's, it's, it's working. I mean, I don't, know where, I don't know, I don't know where they're it's gonna growing. go. With, I don't know where they're gonna end up going with yeah. it, but it's just that the ever guy, like the fat one, he's it's just his delivery on like, you want to take a swing at me, huh? 
So anyway, so so then she Andy Hartwell was looking for Dexter Loomis. Drake Maverick shows up and says he saw Loomis in a room. Hartwell. Hours ago. So <laughs> she walks in and the room is covered with dr- creepy drawings. And one of the pictures shows him giving her a massage, a picture of him giving her a massage from last week's crap. Yeah. And then knife the Loomis' heart. So I don't know what they're doing with this. Well, you understand that because they were calling him a loser and stuff right. like that. So it hurt his feelings. Yeah, I know. Because he's in love with her. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. And she made a mistake. This is a okay. love story. And then when they I, came back, you have uh, Phoenix crying about it. I'm like, come on. <laughs> um, so next up, we had the debut of Frankie Monet, who beat Cora Jade. It was a, it was a squash. It was decent, though. I think they gave Cora Jade a lot. Yeah, they gave her something. Maybe a lot more than she should have had. Right. But. They gave her a lot. Uh, I gave her a three. Yeah, same here. I thought it was it was a good debut for her, because um, she's good. But uh, but yeah, I liked her gear when she came out with the the plumage. She looked like a peacock. Yeah. Um, Grizzled Young Vets cut a promo. They talked about Thatcher and Champa. They said they didn't come to the other side of the world to be to be in petty rivalry, so they're done with them. The only thing they wanted is the tag team titles. Oh yeah. Um, this will be the last thing I do, and then I'll hand it off to you. Um, they did the in-ring of Bronson Reed as, as North American champion. I was expecting more out of this. It was very generic. For what? Like the pro promo thing. For for who? For Bronson Reed. There was nothing to it. You know, he was happy to be here. He was happy to championship. And then, um, what's his name? I thought it was, was good because he, you know, he. They gave. They told us about him. Yeah. Mm. It gave us his history, the 14 years, and he's been trying to do this. I thought it was good. And then since basketball on Legado del Fantasma comes out, and he and he's like, he's the only thing he's interested in is that North American title. I'm like, what have you done to earn a shot at the North American title, dude? Like, you haven't done anything. Who, Legado? Yeah. Well, it's NXT. They don't have rankings. So. <laughs> well, if, 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 <laughs> even, even if they did, it wouldn't matter because anybody gets title shots. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just they just give them time. They basically do the same. They do the same thing that AEW does, but AEW has rankings. What do you mean? They do. What are you talking about? AEW gives title shots to everybody. No, but the, the people who get shots earn like wins. They get wins at least. Legato is going in after like like two losses and shit. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he's not gonna get a title shot right at, right out of the gate. You know, he's gonna win a couple matches before the title match, but whatever. <laughs> I I don't. I feel like this match is just like something to keep. Bronson Reed into something until they decide on another challenger. Yeah, there you go. Last thing, and then I this, actually I'll cut. This will be the last thing. Yeah, why don't you just go through the whole thing? And I'll do you're my, almost done. And I'll do my main event. I'll do my main event as a separate as a separate part. Okay. Um, William Regal announces next week they're gonna have a triple threat number one contender match. It will be Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, and Johnny Gargano. And the winner will fight the winner of the championship match at In Your House. Yeah, that's for the takeover. And also next week, we'll see MSK against the Guardians of Phantasma for the tag votes. That triple threat should be great. Um, Kyle maybe. Riley, Pete Dunne, and Johnny Gargano? I mean, yeah. But, you know, it, uh, hopefully it should be great, but I'd rather it just be two guys. I know you hate triple threats, I know. Yeah. But it could win me over. Yeah, it could. But... I just would rather two guys doing it. 
All right, so I'm going to stop there. I'm going to let you do your first hour or so, and then I'm going to do my main event. I'll let you finish off. You must have a lot of faith in that main event, huh? I do. <laughs> or do I ever. Do I ever. So we open up with Darby Allen and the Bone Zone. Cesar Bononi. Um, real quick, I didn't like the state. I didn't. They used the same state 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 set up a double nothing. Yeah. I didn't like the state set. Like like wherever the hard cam was, it was like the ramp was to the side and peep. They wanted to get as many people in there as possible, which I get. I didn't like the. I didn't like the way the way it was set up. It, it was it was just weird. Like like people that were in, on the hard cam had to kind of turn a little bit to the side at an angle to watch the show. It was just set up weird. That was fine. I didn't mind it. Um, but yeah, the good point though that this was uh, this had a crowd, like not full capacity or anything like that, but they did have a, a big crowd, um, which felt good. Um, not as good as Double or Nothing, which we'll get to later. But this was a good crowd. Uh, Darby versus uh, Cesar Bononi. This was okay. I just liked it. Uh, I gave it three and a half. Um, uh, Darby got a like a good match out of Bononi, and uh, Bononi was just there when he needed to be there. Um, and then Darby won with the coffin drop. And moving on. No, you forgot. You forgot all the all the the, the hijinks after. But uh, so who comes out? Doesn't Sky and Ethan Page come out? Sky and Ethan Page come out. Then the Dark Order comes out, and then. This this jobber group, I guess they're they're on dark. You talking about Cesar Bononi's people? Yeah. Yeah, the the pretty picture, I think they're called. No, um, Ryan Nemeth and uh, no, Peter there's a name for them. I cause I, I had to Google because I knew who the f they were. Um, what other group were they? They're called the pretty picture. No, they're not called that. They're called um. You're talking about J.D. Drake and Peter Avalon? Yeah, there's a na- that's a pretty picture. There was a name for them. There, well, there was the pretty. There's the pretty picture, and then what they were going at before were the ring, the wingmen. The wingmen. But that's that not what they're going by now. But, but, it's the pretty picture. But I, I'm like, I'm like, I, I watched it. I had to Google it. I'm like, who? I'm like, why? How? Why? They were out there with Cesar Bononi. They were around the ring during the whole match. You were surprised to see them at the end? They they weren't there to begin. So. Yes, they were. They were out the whole match. They were there. J.D. Drake and uh, Ryan Nemitz. The, what's the dark, the, what did Dark Water come out there for? Like, what, What's their purpose for coming out? Because they respect Sting. Okay. Move on. No. It, they've been laying those seeds for a while now. With him, when Darby fought 10, when Darby fought um, Silver... You know, they've been showing that they, they've been laying those seeds. They've been laying a lot of seeds with Sting, uh, which some may grow into things and some may not. But it's just called, you know, laying seeds. Okay. They did it with Dark Order. So that's maybe going into something. Um, they did it with um, Brian Cage, which may be going into something later. Uh, they did it with Lance Archer, which may be going into something later. You know? They just, they just laid down a bunch of seeds with Sting for now. And then later on, hopefully, it'll go into something bigger. Maybe Sting becomes the leader of Dark Order or some shit like that. Yeah. Okay. With, and then he brings in Cage and Lance Archer and shit and Darby. Okay. You okay? 
Cats. Cats. <laughs> you needed that explained to you. Okay. Uh, yeah, because... It's, it's not that complicated. <sighs> if you're watching it, just pay attention. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was, it was a good match. I went through. Up. No, it was good. I went through. Uh, Alan. Oh, yeah. There it goes. That's called out. Blah, blah, They fall. Dark Order comes out. The... Announcers hurt. Blah, blah, blah. I obviously did not take notes. Obviously. So... You, you pulled a John. Yeah, I did. I did pull a John. Okay, then right... Okay, so I guess right after they did the, the fucking weigh-in thing. Yeah. Did they do the weigh-in thing right after? Yeah, they went right to it right away. Okay, so... They knew they needed to get this shit over with. Um... Because I didn't like this shit. The, I didn't like... Look. I didn't like... I don't like this whole feud. So basically, they use they're doing the heel foreign guy. That's the feud, but basically it is. It's the heel foreigner. Well, yes, I, that's I, what they turned it into. I don't think they needed it. Yeah, but that's what they turned. Um, it. See, but that, they, the reason why they turned it into that is because Cody is trying to get the, the American Dream thing. Not just for one night; he wants it forever. Um, but he he needs a vehicle for it. Yeah, and he used this for the vehicle. It could have just been him versus his former student story. Yeah, right? which is what it should have been. Which is what it started out as, but then he came out and did that promo, and then they turned it into the yeah. the jingoistic yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Which I think I think people are, took it the wrong way. He wasn't trying to make it political. Um, but apparently, I, I think Ogogo took it the right way though. Cause he's just online saying shit about America, and he's like, "I can't disagree." <laughs> so it's like, and I think that's the problem with trying to do this now. Yeah, is that like you whatever shit that the bad guy's gonna say, we're gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We, we we suck. We do kind of suck." Yeah, you know. And Cody's here trying to say like, yeah, we got problems, but we, you know, we have to face them and fix them. That's that's a good thing to say too. But, but not here. You can't agree with the bad guy. That's the problem. Um, but no, I, I just guess, I guess my big, biggest problem with it was um, like the whole um evil foreigner heel thing should not be happening now. Like it, it didn't need to happen here. It didn't need to happen in this match, and and then the, it's like an old wrestling trope that doesn't need that it doesn't really fly today. No, I it can it, it it's just I think they did it the wrong way, but you can't do it. Like uh, the last good one was Rusev and um a swagger, Jack Swagger, and they did they you know to props to WWE. That yeah, but how a, long ago was that? It wasn't though? that long ago. You know, it's still, you know, it's still, you know, um, current, you know, and they did a really good job with it, you know, with swagger of all people, you know, it wasn't some great thing or anything, but it was good and people were into swagger because of it, you know, um, but the, yeah, this way in was just dumb. And I yeah. just kept lying, like, let's get this. And let's then, go. Let's then, go. Then QT Marshall, and then ending away gave weighs one pound more. QT Marshall, like, you know what that means? It means he's going to win this match. Oh, we're going to win this match. I'm like, really, dude? Well, he's been the even young. the announcers said, like. Well, the announcer's supposed to say that. Yeah, but. but what do you mean, even But QT Marshall was talking out. was talking out. I mean, it was so stupid. 
QT Marshall saying because Andy Ogle weighs one more pound more, he's got the advantage. Yeah, he's being the dick. Yeah, That's yeah. That's all he's supposed to say. Yeah, I, I, that didn't bother me. Um, but the, the, but the whole weigh-in thing is dumb. I'm done with the weigh-in stuff. Yeah. For any type of match, particularly ones that don't have weight limits. Yeah. You know, that's dumb. Um, but yeah, so I, I, this was a dumb segment. And QT Marshall, I'm, I'm, whatever they were trying with the Nightmare Factory, I just don't, don't care. I mean, look, the idea behind the Nightmare Factory is there. What are you talking about? You the, talking about the, the, factory? Fa- the Nightmare Factory faction. The Nightmare. The Factory, the factory. faction, right. I like the idea behind it. QT Marshall's, but it shouldn't have been all. It, I would have used Billy Gunn's sons instead as right. heels. Going against their father. Like, they don't believe in what their father believes in. QT, I don't mind having a couple of rookies there, but I would have had the. I would have had somebody else that, that has never been really been on TV. I would have had the gun kids instead. Well, they're they're part of the other side. But I would have had them as the heel on the heel side. Nah, it doesn't matter. They, that's, the, I don't let, whatever. I, I whatever. They, 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 the factory's <laughs> fine, and they're they're all getting over, so it's it's all good. Um, but uh, I didn't like this uh, segment. The the factory. Blah blah blah. Parks analysis, anticlimactic, blah blah. Stadium stampede stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna know shit. So, the second match: Adam Page versus uh, Joey Janela. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed this match a lot. Uh, this is like one of the best I've seen Joey Janela since. I have a question here. for you though. Did they film the segment for a Dark where Joey Janela turned on Sunny Kiss? Okay. Was that is that gonna be shown after this or was it shown before the show? Uh, I was shown before. So he turned on him. Then Sunny Kiss came out with him on. Well, he walked away. So either they made up or whatever, but he didn't attack Sunny Kiss or anything like that. He just walked away from Sunny Kick Kiss. Okay. So they're probably building up to that. Are you are you curious about that? Like, are you? Uh, no, you care? that just that just <laughs> seems like. Like, no continuity in storytelling. I mean, you start a story on Dark of Joe Janela walking away from Sonny Kiss getting his ass handed to him. And then, then on Dynamite, you have, him come, you have Sonny Kiss coming out with Joe Janela. It seems like no, no story continuity. But they haven't officially broke him up yet. Yeah, but just Joe Janela just walked away. But wouldn't you play off of that? You showed it. Wouldn't you mean, what, because Dark doesn't count? But it's not a dark. It's not a Dynamite storyline. It's a Dark storyline. But... The, but uh, if you're gonna be so basically, you're trying to tell me is the stuff that happens on Dark is out of continuity. No, it it happened. Okay, but but why would they play off on that here? There's no, there's no need for it. Here. They could have show when Joey Jones coming to the ring by himself. They could say, "Oh, oh, Sonic is not out with him. This is why." And they could have showed a replay of Dark. But but there's no need. So the fans that watch Dark saw this. Oh my, they're like, "Holy shit!" Joey Jones turned on Sonic Kiss. Then they turn on Dynamite. Then why is it why is Sonny Kiss coming out with Joe Jones? Then they didn't didn't they just Is Joe, that what you were thinking when you were watching this? I, I want like you're the one that always talks about storytelling. Long term yeah, storytelling. There you is figured no this is something that. There's a time and a place for things. There's no time and place for that stuff here. You needed that here? I want story if you're gonna tell me if you're gonna if you're gonna do something on one of your shows to set up set up something that's gonna happen and then ignore it on your next show. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you do something on this show to ignore it on the next show? It, it wasn't needed here. It's not like they ignored it. It just it just yeah. wasn't there. They they did. I'm asking a question. Did it happen on dark? Yes. It. So, why would you ignore something that happened on one of your other shows? But it just wasn't necessary here. Why Why are you going to push that when they can just push then, it on dark? Then this, it's a dark storyline. But then why... But basically, you're telling... But see, he, that makes no sense, though. You're telling me that the, thing, the Sunny Kiss, Joey Janela thing is a dark storyline. So, but when, around, when, when Joey Janela's on Dynamite, that stuff never happened. No one's saying it never happened. This is that they're not... Touching upon it here. They're not broken up yet. They're still together. Okay. Even on Dark, they're still together. Joey did not turn completely yet. He just walked away from it. Okay. You and me are best friends, right? If you were getting your ass kicked and I just walked away from you, yeah. didn't help. Yeah. Would you still be coming down here to record me every week? Well, I would talk to you about it. And maybe they talked about it. If on <laughs> Friday you were getting your ass kicked and I didn't help you, would you come down here today and record without talking to me? Without talking to you? Yeah. No. So wh- why ha- Why not touch on that story? You at don't least mention it. Because at least- no one, the majority of people watching Dynamite didn't watch Dark. What, why are you going to waste that time right now? But wouldn't that be a for good a show way? that's on Friday at ten o'clock? But why wouldn't that be a good way to get people to watch Dark? Well, this is what's happening on Dark. People might be interested. Maybe there are people Joe, there are Joe Janela fans out there. <laughs> I, you are so reaching right now. I don't know. I'm not reaching. It's this is a nothing storyline. Like you need this. Have code. A, all right, I'm gonna say have the AW storylines are nothing storylines to me. But keep going. Okay, but Jesus. Uh, anyway, so Adam Page, uh, Joey and, Janela. And all fans have NXT storylines and nothing storylines, too. Okay. Um, uh, Joey Janela offered, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was a great match. I, I gave it three and a half. I went three. It was all um, right. I thought it was really good. Uh, these two uh, did a good show. Uh, after the match, has, um... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Brian Cage comes out, and they have a face-to-face. Uh, Brian Cage shoes away the rest of the Team Taz. Uh, which will lead into uh, double or nothing because uh, he doesn't want the help of Team Taz. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to miss a lot of the backstage stuff. Uh, there was a moment where they were cutting off to commercial where they went to a promo with uh, Mox and Eddie Kingston yes. too <laughs> early because it, it was time for commercial and they had to cut it off. Another thing that they did and too. They came back right to it. Another thing that they did too. They were doing show. I forgot what they were talking about, but they showed the picture on the screen of the coronation of the pinnacle up next, and and it hung on the screen for a good thirty seconds. Like that's the thing that was gonna happen next, but didn't happen till later in the show. That was just, like that was just more of a production error than anything. Coronation else. of the pinnacle. They had something on on the screen where. The inner something with the inner circle, the, the celebration of the inner circle, right? Oh. And it it hung, it didn't it hung on the screen, and then like up next, I'm like, oh, they're doing that shit early. All right, interesting. And then they never did it because it was shown on the screen too soon. Oh, I know. That's more of a production error, though. Yeah. And well, the, even this one was a production error. But uh, I, yeah, I didn't notice that. Um, 
blah 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 so Kingston and then Kingston came there. so they come back from commercial and they did the the promo with Eddie and uh, Moxley great promo they're burying the Dior's the Air Dior's and uh that would lead into the double nothing Tony Schiavone's in the ring he calls out Cassidy to see if he's gonna respond to Kenny Omega uh Pac said oh Pac came out and instead and then Don, yeah, I don't remember what the fuck happened. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't take no notes. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, Cassie, basically Cassie's gonna be there for the triple threat. Yeah. Oh yeah. He um. He did. He hand, he, he handed he handed Don Callis an envelope. And Don uh, Callis yes. opened it up. It was, it was the contract goes shredded up. Yeah, it was shredded up. It was just cool because the wind was perfect for this. Yeah. And it was blowing all the shit all around. I thought that was cool. Um. Yeah. So then, and then he did the his Superman orange punch thing to both of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's hour one. Do you want to go to hour two? Yeah, me do my hour. I only have one thing for hour two, and that is the main event. Main event went over forty minutes. It was a long ass main event. Oh, okay. And it was um Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor two for the NXT Championship. And Jesus, I love this match. Yeah, I thought it was great. This, yeah, was a, this was a phenomenal back and forth match. Like, Cross definitely overpowered Finn, but you always got the sense that Finn was going to win. You, like, you kept getting the sense that Finn was going to pull this out. Yeah, I, I loved how they did it because Finn would do all his power stuff and all, well, not power stuff, but as if he was getting an advantage, advantage, and then Cross will be like, no, I'm, and he'll just power out of it, right? Right. And then Finn will come back harder, and then Cross will be like, "Stop trying!" And then, and then Finn will come back even harder, and then Finn Cross is like, "What the fuck are you even trying for?" And then swallow him away. So I thought that was a good dynamic. The, the, yeah, the whole I thought the match was very the, great psychology. It was, it was that, and it was like, and you could see them wearing down as the match kept even even though Cross kept coming back every time he did, you could tell he was a little more worn down. Because yeah. Battle's taking more and more out of him. Yeah. That's what I think we, we both... I, I forgot who we picked to win this. I don't remember. I said Cross. You said Finn. Right. Because I could have saw... I could... I could have... No, I don't know if my wife said Finn. Because I thought maybe Cross would get sent to Raw SmackDown. Yeah. Which it feels like Finn might be. Well, I read somewhere Especially that Finn this. is beloved in NXT. And unless... They're, and Raw and SmackDown have been trying to get him... But Triple H wants to hold on to him. And unless Ross McDonald have a big plan for Finn, he's staying in NXT. The producers love him in NXT. And I think he's happy there. From what I've, stuff I've read, he's happy there. Uh, but it's, it's going to be a waste for them. Yeah, but the problem is... They're not going to send them to Ross SmackDown not to do anything. I think that's one of the worries well, of I mean, a lot of people involved. I'm sure they're going to try to do something with him. But he's a ratings mover. They're paying him a lot of money, uh, so I don't think they're gonna want to pay him a lot of money on the C show, you know. Which sucks. That NXT is actually the A show. And quality, yes, but in ratings, they're not, right? So unless they want to get behind NXT and try to make them the A show, which that is very doubtful. Yeah, they're gonna want Finn. On the 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 A or B shows, where he can draw ratings and stuff like that. 
but as but like I said, as I'm what I'm reading now, stuff that I read immediately after this match, mm-hmm. that his stock at NXT is really high, and and everybody there loves him and they want him to stay, and Raw and SmackDown want him. They have no plans for him. I'm sure they'll come up with plans. Yeah, but what I mean what? Like, what these are not different companies. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Like. They're gonna, they're gonna, unless again, like, unless they're gonna all of a sudden decide to get behind NXT again and try to make them a, a an, an a show. I, they'll do whatever they want to do with them, you know. And it'll last a month, and they'll suck. That's but, what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, listen, that's the that's the way a WWE is. That's what they're gonna do, you know. And no one wants to see these guys go out because we know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But, that's why I don't want to see Adam Cole on yeah. Raw SmackDown. But it this felt definitive at the you know what I'm saying? Like the way he won super clean. My favorite spot was when he did that short he no, he did the coup de gras, but he pushed the legs out and got him into that naked yeah, cross. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Uh oh. I forgot about this. Oh <laughs> my god, we're looking at the the casino was his casino, casino battle royal Matt Seidel slipped yeah but they saved it so yeah. and now he was fine after that so yeah I, I kind of hope that Finn does stay in NXT oh yeah sh- me too because I felt like this has been his best run in WWE in WWE yeah since I he think, signed yeah I think it's even better than his first run at NXT right like this was really good um, and this was like one of his best matches I felt like he carried this match um, he did. Cross is good and all, but Cross not one of the guys that can go long. Yeah, and not every match can be like this for Cross. Right, but Finn's Finn's good enough that he can get it out. Yeah, of. he'll so, get he'll get a great match out of everybody. So yeah. that's so going forward. You know, Cross is gonna have to do some quick matches. <laughs> yeah, not everyone is gonna be able to carry him like Finn did. You know, so he, some some of his title. Defense, it should be just quick. Yeah, I mean, now who do you think wins the triple threat? Who do you see as the next challenger for Karrion Cross? So, who was in the triple? Is Pete Dunn, Gargano, Pete Dunn, Gargano, and Kyle O'Reilly? O'Reilly, it could be O'Reilly, and then O'Reilly could be taken out fast, you know? Oh, no, it could be O'Reilly, and that's how you bring Adam Cole back. Adam Cole costs O'Reilly the match instead of to continue that feud if if they choose to go there. They can, but I'd rather not have a shitty finish. Right? Like yeah, that. yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'd rather like, cause it it'll be the Cal Riley and Cross one, right? So, what you can do is have Cal Riley face Cross, and Cross just quickly overpowers them. I'm not saying like maybe a ten minute match or something, right, like, right. but just quickly, no matter what Cal Riley does, it's not gonna be enough to overpower. Right, and then you can have Colorado and Cross two, where O'Reilly learns, and he decides you know it's going to be more of a wrestling match than just you powering me out, you know that type of shit, you know, and then maybe win or just just take Cross to the limits and lose or whatever, you know that type of shit. Um, could be easy. I wouldn't mind seeing Pete Dunne carrying Cross. The problem with that would be. If they make it a quick match, I don't want to see Pete Dunne get destroyed like that. Because I think Pete Dunne is destined to win that title at some point. Yeah. 
Odds and, go, are, and go on a nice and go on a nice run with it. Yeah, odds are it's gonna be Gargano though. Um, that was, yeah, they were building up to that, so I think it's gonna be Gargano. And I'll be honest with you, I would not mind seeing Gargano win the championship, and have just go on feuding with different people, like defending it against different people. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Right, but I wouldn't <laughs> mind that kind of run. You know, we'll see Gargano, Pete yeah. Dunn, Gargano, Cole, Gargano, O'Reilly. Even Bobby Fitt, like you see all these different people. And then we got Gargano, and if Finn Balor does stay, we got Gargano and Finn Balor at some point. Yeah. That would be, a, like, there's enough people. Like, I, I, like, like you see Cross against, like, against Pete Dunne. And we know a match won't be go long. It might be a good match, but it won't go long. Yeah. But Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano, they ain't go 35 minutes. Yeah. And neither one of them be out of breath. Yeah. That's the match I want to see. Yeah, it could be good. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't mind seeing Gargano win the belt. I want to see a f- epic matches with NXT talent. Now the thing is with Gargano, is he or is he not still in this way stuff? Yeah, stop. I'm just saying, if he's still in the way stuff, I don't want to see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see your point, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, the way is one of the things that has a shelf life. It's it died a long time ago. <laughs> so I mean, it's not it's not gonna last too much longer. So maybe at some point they'll, maybe at some point this they'll start trying to get rid of it. Yeah. But that's my show. Um, yeah, great main event. I loved it a lot, and the uh, the Bobby Fish was stuff was really good. Uh, let me finish up. Let me finish up. Second hour. Where am I? Shit, 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 shit. I'm going off of the website. I'm sorry. Jay, okay, yeah. Should so, be sorry. So, yeah, so they did a interview with uh, Jay Cargo. She has a manager now. It's uh, Smart Mark Sterling. Um, and he was good because um, Matt Hardy had interrupted. And I thought it was just more of the same shit that they were doing in the past with her, you know, with people trying to be. I was like, ah, oh, right. but then Mark Sterling comes in, and apparently she's hired him now to be her manager, and it worked. I thought it was good, but and um, he's there for her. He's not taking thirty percent on top. He only takes what she wins, so that was good. Um, and then they go into her match. I thought this was good, too, against Kylie King. Uh, Kylie King is uh, primarily a dark wrestler. I think she's been on Dynamite once before. Um, but you can tell they have plans for her because they just put her into, like, a like one of the, the groups, like female groups and shit like that in dark. Um, but there was a good, like, two powerhouses going against each other because she, she basically almost had, like, an equal here with Kylie King. Uh, so this got to have Jade show out a little bit. It was a short match, but it was, I thought Jade looked good here. Uh, three and a half, I give it. Uh, with Mark Sterling, Jade Cargo. It was five minutes, actually. Um, and then we have the Dante Martin versus Miro for the TNT title. I enjoyed this a lot. But uh, basically a squash. Well, it was a squash. Miro killed this kid. And uh, it was over. Three and a half. Four, four squash. They put over Miro. Three and a half squashes. Yeah. I have to look at that. 
Uh, after the match, Roberts comes out with Art, the mic. Oh, yeah, and they do more of the Archer and uh, Miro uh, um, promo against each other. Blah, blah, blah. Building up to dark. Double nothing. Giovanni, referee, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, and then they do the... The, the honoring uh, Hikushida's um, one year as champion. Yeah. I thought this was nice. They introduced the new title, which I didn't care that it was small, but they it's a supposedly like 8% bigger or some shit like that title. What do you think of this new title? It's fine. I mean, they put gold and yeah, diamonds, I guess. I like it. it. I just mean a little spoiler for double nothing. The minute they do the new title, I'm like, yeah, Britt's winning it. <laughs> what I would have done was spoil for the for Dino, double nothing. Why would you think that? I just had a feeling that Britt was winning it. But why? Because of a new title. Yeah, I just had a feeling. But why? Because of a new title. I don't know. It's like I like the introducing it. I don't know why. Like the minute you introduce the time, like yeah, the introducing it's a break and winning. I don't know why I had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So they introduced a new title, and then the whole time I was like. I'm not like when they did this for her I was like I'm not ready for her to lose it I thought I was and I know Britt deserves it and it's her time and all that but I was like yeah, I'm not ready now you know it was a good place to be if you know if you, if you have champions it's a good thing to have people like yeah hey, I'm not ready for it uh, but anyway because that makes you feel like she might win it yeah right but uh but I thought I thought this was I thought it was a good little honor, a little, good little segment for her. And then yeah, Brett comes cause, out because Akira did carry the women's division during the pandemic era. Yeah. So um, the Brit comes out, talk shit, and then it, it's all leading to double or nothing. Uh, Brickley the compliments. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, Brickley. Yeah, she did give compliments at first, almost shoot style type of thing, and then she put herself over. Um, what she did a uh, attitude error gimmick. Who, Brick? Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I can't remember. But she's, like, it was something to do with Austin 316, but she did her own version of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Baker DMD or some shit like yeah. that? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So, that was good. And, uh, Sam McVeigh was in the crowd to deliver. Oh, yeah, he, Sam McVeigh, his cue cards thing. And. Then we get the the main event in matches anyway. Um, Scorpio Sky and All Eagle Ethan Page versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. And I love this match. I thought it was really good. I gave this three and a half. Um, uh, I think Evil Uno and Stu Grayson are a great tag team, and uh, they showed out here and looked really good. Uh, and this was building up towards the the whole thing but the, everything here is just building up towards double and nothing um what did I said three and a half and then after this we have the inner circle celebration with Eric Bischoff I don't know and you got any takes on what happened here I don't remember it was just building up to the the whole um, yeah. the gimmick everything here that was the the real good thing of this show was it was just it was just all build up for double and nothing but nothing here just really stood out. I thought the the main event in match wise was the best match. The the tag team against Ethan Page and um, Scorpio Sky and uh, Dark Order. 
Uh, but match-wise, it just wasn't that exciting. But uh, and everything else was just just laying out. They probably knew because they knew where their the, the show was going to end up. Right, right. On Friday night, so they kind of punted it in a sense and just decided let's just talk about all out. Uh, I'm sorry, double or nothing. Just get it out there, talk about it, and then we'll do a bunch of little matches that'll lead up to it as well. Um, and then they did the Hikoshida gimmick. I, I did like that there was a crowd here, or some form of crowd, but uh, yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, show of the night though, or the week rather, uh, NXT. I agree. Yeah, NXT had some great stuff in it. the The main event was great. A year end contender for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, De- match of the year, definitely. Yeah, as a contender. Uh, it won't win it, but it's definitely, definitely in there. Though. Yeah, it's definitely in the conversation. I can see it bumping out a few of what I already had in mind. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then the Bobby Fish stuff and Pete Dunne is so perplexing to me. Like, it's still in my head. I was like, it was so perfect, but it wasn't a great match. And that's what it was meant to be. Yeah, see, this was the first okay. state in San Pete. No, 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 it wasn't. This yeah. is Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. So they would have the Stadium Stampede later. Yeah. I don't know if it's on this card, though. No, no, it's not. Because right. it was... Yeah, okay, never mind. Um, But yeah. So... Oh, this is where he knocked his head. Yes. I forgot. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But, uh... But yeah, so yeah. So that was it. Uh, now, uh, how much of a win was it for NXT? Was it like you know, was it close or was it uh, decisive? No, decisive, decisive for real. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, the great the main event alone, I think, was better than the AW as a whole. The AW was good and all; it was very entertained, but it was just a punted show. Uh, they didn't really burn any matches. Um, they were just just get the information out there, get the show out there, get the double nothing stuff. And uh, and and because I mean it's, it's the couple of days before the pay per view, you know they couldn't do much more. Yeah. So then that they just punted it. I think this Friday coming up will probably be a better show because it has to be. They have to do more. Yeah, they, they you have to start building up. Nothing. You have to start building up to your next pay per view. Yeah, and they have to do the pay per view fallout. Right. So it's gonna be a lot better than what this week's was. This week was just listen. The, the pay per view is in a couple of days. Wait, come on! It's also at ten o'clock on a Friday night too. So yeah. you know, you, you know, you gotta hope that you know people will tune in after SmackDown and watch this. Yeah. But, uh, Friday night's a hard night for TV as a whole. It always has been. Yeah. So. But uh, right, here it comes. But uh, on a till later. It's right here. This is where it happens. No. Yes, because he. We're talking about the the match where Matt oh, Hardy yeah, bumped yeah. his head. Uh, they go up. Sammy Guerrero's going to tackle him off the thing. And then he's going to bump his head. Forgot about this. Um, oh, so this is all out we're watching. Yes. Oh. thought we were watching Double or Nothing. No, watching All Out. Oh. Anyway, I said All Out. I meant, I meant All or Nothing. I keep saying All Out. Um, Oof. So you can if you look at it, you can tell he's just knocked out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she put the arms up right there too. But um, but yeah, NXT, the cycle of win. All right. Um, want to do double nothing real quick? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So opening match, 
First of all, they had a full crowd. Yes. Now, I missed this. Now, my question is... Let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this. I fucking missed it. Because I couldn't, I couldn't respond to your stuff on Facebook. Cause I got, I got, I'm in Facebook jail right now. He's a, he's a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. He's a bad boy over here. And it's not for what you think. I called some dude a clown twice. And they got bad. And, 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 and the snowflake got all offended. Anyway. <laughs> so, here's my question. I know you were hyped that the crowd was there, and that made it better. I get that, and I agree with you. But was the was it a great show because the crowd was there, or was it a great show and the crowd just made it better? Like, I'm like, how much did the did the, the, the crowd being there influence how much you liked the show? No, the the rest of the show was great as on its own. the The crowd was seasoning; it just made everything awesome. It just made everything just a lot better. Because um, you got to see, you got to feel who's over, you know? You know, instead of trying to assume who's over, you know, you got to see who's still over, you know? All that shit. And you got to feel it, you know? And that's the thing that AEW has that I feel like is a secret weapon of theirs. It's the crowds. They always have great fucking crowds, you know? Whether it's for a pay per view or for their, you know, dynamites, it was always a great crowd, yeah, and uh, and it it does help, but uh, but the, the matches themselves were fucking awesome as well, you know. It's just that when a guy comes in and the fucking and everyone is fucking doing, um, Road Warrior pops, as soon as a guy gets a hot tag or whatever, it, it's it it's like yes, <laughs> it gets you into it, and it's awesome, you know. But uh, but yeah, we're going into Serena the buy-in. Yeah, my my first problem with the match was nothing to do with the match itself. It of was this. It was nothing to do with the match. <laughs> the match was fine. It was the way the the hard camera was set. And the, I didn't like the present, presentation of the way it matched though, but they fixed the hard camera for the actual show. Well, so. the buy-in always looks different than the rest. Yeah, of that so. was my only problem. I think it's on purpose. Probably. I think they're just still setting things up, getting things ready. That was my only real problem with the buy-in. I didn't like the way it looked, like the 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 presentation of yeah. it. Yeah. The match itself was fine. The match itself was fucking awesome. It was good. This shit was fucking. I give this four and a half. Ah, uh, there's no way for four. This and shit. Half. Is the, the you talking about Dean and Rio? I'm not a real fan. Who cares if you're a real fan? This shit was fucking awesome. She was this great fucking wrestling. I like three and three quarters. I still loved it. Oh my god, this one was fucking awesome. This is an A match of the year. Deeb just decides I'm a match of the year factory. That's what, that's her. She says it's, here's one for you. Yeah, I fucking love Deeb. Deeb is one of my all time favorites right now. All right. Not all time, but so, she's, she's so fucking awesome. My, uh, why does the NWA Women's Title get defended on AEW shows, but not like the other NWA titles? They haven't worked in agreement with them. Well, right now it's just for the women's division. Why not have the NWA World Champion Nick Aldis be the the World Tag Team Champion? I do feel that they're trying to build that up, at least on NWA, because Nick Aldis is always talking shit about AEW stuff. Um, so maybe that'll come down the line because Kenny is the title collector. But I'm so curious why the why the, the well why they're not pulling the trigger on at least having NWA talent outside of Serena Deeb appear there. It's it's, it's way to see. They, they got a lot of deals on going on. They're not gonna have all this shit happening all at once, you know. But David, this has been going on for a while. Though. Yeah, everything's been going on for a while. But right now, it's the women's division. 
and it came clutch for them particularly because Thunder Rosa and a bunch of women from the NWA came not Thunder Rosa only one that stayed but they you know they helped fill out gaps and shit like that that they needed during the pandemic and D was one of them right next up Adam Page defeated Brian Cage after during the match Team Taz tried to interfere and ended up costing him the match yeah, I love his match as well. I did too. I don't mind Adam Page winning it. Milk no, you're building up. But what they ended up doing with the storyline with Team Taz interfering, I would have had Cage win it. No. Hear, hear, hear my logic. Cage wins it in spite of Team Taz trying to interfere. Like he still doesn't take the doesn't take their help and still wins it. Then you know you're gonna break up. You're gonna take Brian. You're gonna face out Brian Cage. It could be Brian Cage. I I don't need you guys to win now. I probably don't need you to win. You start to feud, make him a baby face, and you and you're not ready to pull the trigger on Adam Page winning the title yet. You're not ready to pull the trigger on that yet, right? Well, we don't know. I'm sure that well, it's gonna lead to something. Eventually, it's gonna. That's what win. this one was about. Eventually, it's gonna win a title, but you're not you're not ready for that yet. You're still building Adam Page up. So if you have Brian Cage be Adam Page, maybe Brian Cage is the next contender for Kenny Omega, and that keeps Kenny Omega. No, that's the next. That's the gap for you for Kenny Omega will be against Brian Cage until he faces Adam Page. I would have had Cage win this just to make him the next contender for Kenny Omega, because right now Kenny Omega doesn't have a number one contender. I would have made. I would have had Cage win this to him be number one contender. Oh, Jungle Boy. Is Jungle Boy really won a title though? I mean, he's not. Cage is not winning it either. Yeah. But I would. I would not have mind Cage winning this just to see him go against Kenny Omega. No, the story right now is about him and Team Taz, and that's what they're going for. Yeah, but 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 you have Cage feuding with Team Taz while Jungle Boy is getting ready to have his title shot. Because then after Jungle Boy, Kenny's done with Jungle Boy, he fights Cage. You're done with Cage, he fights Paige. That's probably where he loses the title. Yeah, but uh, him losing this doesn't affect that. It just just keeps going forward. Um, this gives Adam Page his win back from Brian Cage, and then this pushes the story forward for uh, Adam Page. Um, I did love like as we were talking about with the crowds and stuff. Um, Adam Page came out. They put Adam Page up first, probably because of the the audience that was here, and he was over. Before the pandemic, and this was like, yeah, he's still over, <laughs> you know. And the because the fucking crowd went nuts for him, you know. They went nuts for Cage too, but it was when Page came out, the crowd was just fucking popped like crazy. Uh, I love this match. I, I gave it four. Um, I went three, uh, three and three quarters. I thought, uh, I thought, uh, thought they both did great here. Uh, Adam Page and. Uh, I love how they use each other's moves at one point. And I, the that trip that when uh, Brian Cage tried to do the the lariat, yeah. buckshot, that was on purpose. Uh, showing that you just can't do his move. Right. He's the only one that knows how to do it perfectly. So he tripped on perfect on purpose um, to show that this is Adam Page's move. He don't fucking do it. Um, I thought that was cool. Uh, and this just worked. And then they, the, the story progression of it. Um, awesome. If I was going to have one little criticism of this pay-per-view as a whole, 
it would be, be a lot more. It was very predictable. <laughs> we kind of predicted all the winners. Like it didn't, it didn't do, any, it didn't shock us with anything. Well, that's not a bad. Thing. It's not, dude. Because it sometimes the 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 smart decision or the right decision is it's the one you're supposed to go with. You know. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe sometimes you do something. To kind of swerve everybody. You know, say you thought you knew what we were going to do, but we're doing this instead. You know, maybe I get that. Sometimes the the right decisions, the good decisions, I get all that. But maybe swerve us once in a while. You know, we're wrestling. We like swerves. We, don't, well, we like to be do, shocked. They do do swerve stuff. Where you, you don't need it all the time. You needed swerves for this? And what I wouldn't The mind. audience was the most important thing right now. <sighs> Getting people over was that. Yeah. This worked. What's next? Next up, we had the um, Young Bucks defeated Eddie Kingston and John Moxley retained the tag team titles. I, I know you probably don't like it, but goddamn, the fucking wild thing, thing, man. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I told you, I fucking told you. The moment we're gonna have fucking crowds, they're gonna be singing it. And what the fuck did they do? They sang the shit out of this song. And I don't know if they fucking practice this in the back or whatever or you know before this but the walk because they showed um, Moxie and Kingston coming in and the, you know the song starts and stuff like that and they're walking towards the, 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 the door and Moxie kicks the door right on time as soon as they start singing the wild thing thing he just kicks that door open and then it's wild thing you know and everyone's singing they're going through the fucking crowd the crowd is going fucking nuts for both Eddie and Moxley you can see Moxley is fucking happy he's into it they get in the fucking ring it was beautiful I fucking love this um and then the Bucks come out I don't know what the fuck Nick Jackson did to his hair but uh he's uh Auburn I think that's what they said the the commentary team uh he's Auburn now and uh He's full on beard now, so they got, they both got the heel beards, and uh, it was just good. It was just good. They had the air DRs, and then they hung them up on the the corner there. And I I, I put it on Facebook that they should, Moxie Eddie should have like launched them into phone lines. You know, I don't know. Did it? Did kids still do that these days? I think so. No idea. Um, but yeah, and this this match was just fucking awesome. This was. Just fucking awesome. They went back and forth. The Eddie got a fucking hot tag. And the crowd was fucking happy. You could it was so great hearing Eddie getting the fucking Eddie chant. Eddie it was just great. This was just fucking awesome. I gave it four. Uh it was a great fucking match. These these two teams they did tag team matches. There, there has never been a, at least on pay-per-view, I don't know, maybe on Dynamite, but I have not seen a bad Bucks match. Uh, and uh, they, they came through here. You know what I'm awesome. thinking? What? You should have read this by yourself. <laughs> because you love this show pay-per-view way more. Than, I mean, I, it wasn't bad. I'm not going to say it wasn't. I wasn't. I was. I went three, three, three and a half on this. It I didn't. What were your problems? I. 
You know how I get sometimes where I can't explain something? It's usual. Fuck you. <laughs> like, and like I did. What, what, what do we say about the um cross ballot match? Great ring psychology in the ring, right? Yeah. I don't. For most of the matches on this pay per view as a whole, I didn't see that. Wow, I saw yeah. a little bit here and there. But it felt like there's a glorified... I don't want to say this. It felt like a glorified indie show. There was no ring psychology for a lot of these matches. Explain it was that. matches for the crowd make the crowd pop. No, which I, How is there no ring psychology here? It was like they were doing move after move for the sake of doing moves. I, I didn't see... It didn't... It, did, it was good, but it didn't like... I, didn't, I wasn't blown away by any of the matches on this card. Except for one. One match blew me away. We'll that I better. loved, Yes. But the, right, the, it, the, the, every the, match had ring psychology. It, like it just it felt. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you were watching. I, I was not I, double or nothing. I, I, I was watching. I watched a good pay per view. That that it. Did, I didn't love it. It was good. It was nothing wrong with it. I'm it glad. I, I'm glad. I, I'm yeah. glad. I watched it. Yeah. But it didn't. I didn't love it the way you loved it. It was fucking awesome. I thought to me it was fucking awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. No ring psychology. This had tons of ring psychology. It was, it was a lot of big moves. It felt like a lot of big moves, a lot of hot tags, which is fine. Get the crowd, get the crowd rolling. You know, yeah, you know what that is? Ring psychology. Yeah, but that's not, what the hot tag is. It's ring psychology. They beat the shit out the of ring, one guy, but the ring, and then they build, they build towards the the hot tag. Bullshit. That's ring the psychology. The hot tag is to get the crowd popping. You want the crowd to pop yeah, for the hot tag. Yeah, but that's still ring psychology. But not... You just can't do a hot tag and then everyone's going to pop. No, you got to beat the shit out of one person. Get everyone fiending for the hot tag. And they were. And then hot tag. You know, and then everyone goes crazy. That's psychology. That's okay? crowd psychology. That's it's not it's ring wrestling psychology. psychology. I, did, I just... It didn't feel... Yeah. I, and then, and, uh, and it worked with who took the pin, Moxley, you know. And they had to do like what? Well, how many fucking beat? Um, whatever the fuck they call it. BT triggers. BT trigger. I hate that name. Um, did, like they did like five fucking BT triggers to kill this guy. You know, I loved it. It was fucking awesome. Next up, we had the Casino Battle Royal. This was just fun. It was. Here's my one problem. It was very. You messy. had. Penta Zero M dressed as the Joker. Yeah. Why not have him be the Joker? Well, because the Joker's always the new guy. Yeah, but yeah. wouldn't that wouldn't that be cooler? The the guy who comes out as a Joker is dressed as the Joker. Yeah. So maybe like Leo Rush should have been the Joker, <laughs> like dressed as a Joker or some shit like that. No, yeah. but yeah, but the Penta thing where he looked cool, the makeup it looked yeah. awesome. No, the 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 Joker's always the so the surprise. Yeah. Um, one thing I did like by the way they did this. Is that we we watched the Young Casino Battle Royal, the first one here. Mm-hmm. The way well, they did that, it, that wasn't the first one. It was one of them that they right. Played. When whenever the students pick, they all come out together. Yeah. What I liked about this one is they all came out separately within like two minute intervals or one minute. They all, they didn't all come out at one time. Yeah, I liked that, but I felt like that got confusing for the commentators, particularly Paul White. There were times where Paul White was just confused. As to who got eliminated and how they got eliminated, and who's in the ring, 
the one at a time thing is kind of helpful, you know, because you can see who's coming in one at a time. Yeah. Right. But uh, but yeah, I did enjoy it. But I do prefer it this way though, with the suits. You know, um, gonna kind of just like just, just get everyone in, do what they gotta do, get their shit in. Um, this was just fun. You can tell everyone's just going through their their spots and shit like that. Uh, the rap was funny. That uh, the the what's his name Max Caster did. Um, he got lost for a second there because he was calling out for Dustin. Right. And he kept calling out for Dustin, and Dustin wasn't looking because Dustin forgot his spot for for a second there. And then and then Dustin looks, and then you can see there's like Max Caster's like, oh fuck, I forgot what I was gonna rap. <laughs> and then he, he he then that's when he kept saying yo, yo. Yo, yo, and then and then finally he remembered his rap, and then he he did his rap, which was funny, um, and then uh, but he got out early, and you can see how over he is because when he got kicked out, the audience booed, right? So that's kind of cool. I like seeing that. Like the thing I loved about the audience is that a lot of these people that signed with AEW, particularly the younger ones, has never not never but. For on this big scale, on national scale, have not been in front of an audience, right? Like your Max Casters or your Anthony Bowens or Sheeta, you know, for the most part. No, well, she's been in with crowds because uh, she's been there from the start. But uh, but I did like in, in seeing like a lot of these guys, and it, you know what it made me miss? Brody Lee. He never got this, never got this treatment of a crowd, and it kind of sucked. You know, and they had like a tribute thing for him during the fan fest. Yeah, thing, I saw that. Uh, which was nice. Um, but yeah, what do you think of uh, Leo Rush? He's not signed. Yeah, no, he's still he's still signed with New Japan. Yeah, and he it allows him to work dates here. Yeah, because he can't go over there. Tony Khan hyped up that no, we got some new signs on the way. Is the start of a new era, which is weird. He's only been around for two years, but new era. But okay, I was expecting somebody bigger. Well, they didn't hype this though. Yeah, but Tony Khan. It's not like like it wasn't like the last one when they were hyping Cage and or, or Page and stuff like that. Yeah, but he, Tony Khan did come out and say, you know, we got some new big new signings on the way, the start of a new era. He did say that, but he wasn't talking about double or nothing. But my, my yeah. question is, the new era. You've been around for two years. What new era are you starting? It's a new era of wrestling. You've been around for two years. He's hyping. He's a hype guy. He's trying to be the hype guy. You remember when he said, like, uh, they were changing... What was it? Oh, I forgot what he said, but it was going to be... I forgot what he said. Fuck. Where they were changing, like, the... Something. But he says shit like this before. That's what he does. Yeah. See, the problem is that you got to be careful with that. Cause you, you know, you start hyping shit up like that, and it doesn't and it doesn't go the way you want it to go, then you look like a fool. No, it's it's happened before. That's what you're supposed to do. like. Well, there was one match. Oh, the the Hager Moxley match. He overhyped. He was like, oh, because oh, God, it was, hell yeah. It yeah. was um, I think that was a tape match because that was in in the empty fucking arena and they were wrestling in the seats and shit. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's one of the greatest matches ever. Thank well, you. He went on media scrums and shit like that. And I'm like, mm, no, thank you. But uh, yeah, he he. It's his fucking company. He's not going to say, like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do some normal stuff right no, now. No, but... The, yeah. That's what he does. He's there to be their voice and stuff like that. All right. Um, I don't mind that. 
I thought my, my you no, know, you had Leo Rush come in as a joker. He didn't last long. No, he was in a rush. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were going to give it to Matt Hardy. I'm like, they're going to give this shit. I was going to text you. I'm like, they're going to give this shit to Matt Hardy, aren't they? No, but they I went thought, with the right. They went with the right decision. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Cage. That's you know because I, I put my predictions out there, and I circled Cage. So I thought it was going to be Cage, and I was like, oh shit, it's coming true. But uh, but then I heard the audience, and they did not want Cage. I don't think they were they were not against Cage from Jump or anything like that. They were actually sympathetic for Cage during the early parts of the match, and they were rooting for Cage. But when it became between Cage and Jungle Boy, they did not want Cage to win this. And it they, yeah, it went to the right person. Um, and, and, and I like how they did it. I like how he swooped around, basically six one nine the post. Yeah, and came around, and then he he flips over uh, Cage, uh, and then. And then Cage comes back in the, in the ring and he congratulates him and and he's off to go back and outworking everyone and working his way up the rankings. I thought, I thought it was fun. It wasn't no great thing. No battle royale is going to be a great... I like three. Yeah, three. Three and a half. Not it was three. fun. It was just fun. It was No battle royale is going to be some great big pizzazz no. thing, but it was fun to watch. It didn't, it didn't and it have didn't, the excitement of a Royal Rumble. Like, Royal Rumble was exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's different. Because there's more stakes to it. Right. Well, there's right. kind of stakes here. The no, I'm not saying there shot. isn't stakes, but uh, it's there's more stakes for the Royal Rumble because that's for WrestleMania. Yeah, I guess. You know, that's the main event of WrestleMania. This is uh, for a shot at the, the title, which is a big deal, sure, but it's not for WrestleMania. You know? Which is something that WWE still has, you know, that, that big thing, you know? Right. But uh, it's just a fun thing. That's all it is. Um, what's next? Um, Cody Cody Rhodes I almost said Cody Anderson Cody Rhodes defeated Anthony Gogo this was like the first miss for me um, wasn't great I gave it three I, same here uh, I thought Gogo looked really good to tell you the truth yeah um, he looked better I thought he was going to look he felt he looked like a, like a five year veteran I was like oh shit he can go not what I wanted I didn't want this guy to go I just wanted him out there punching the shit out of someone but they went with this and um, kind of felt like Gogo should have got the win, but I don't mind him losing. I just felt like the whole match itself is just, and the story is just not worth it. Yeah, that mean yeah. Um, but I felt both of these wrestlers were good. I thought Cody was good. I thought Gogo was good. Um, yeah, it was just whatever. It was, just, it was like the first like, ah, eh, I could have went to the bathroom for this. Yeah. Um, um, next didn't up. deserve to be here. I'll say no, that. I didn't. I, I, think, didn't. I forgot who Swanson from the Facebook because we, I had the thread up there. He he basically said that same thing. It just didn't deserve to be on. This could have been a main event of a dynamite. Yeah, or just on a dynamite, really. right? Just not a main event. Right? Um, next up, Miro defeated Lance Archer by technical submission. Yeah, three and a half for this. Same here. Um, it was good. It was what I wanted, but I it. And, and I guess around here, particularly for, like, Cody, the crowd kind of died. They weren't dead. They were still there. But you could tell they were, like, screaming their shit out of everything. <laughs> and they were like, all right, we need a breath. And then they, they, they kind of... And it took a while to get their breath back after the court yeah. they get started again. Yeah. Um, um, but I was into this. It was a good match. It was good. It was a hoss fight. Big moves and stuff like that. My problem was what? with it. 
I get what they want to do with Miro, and I get that. That's the right thing to do. Want to make him take that monster. Oof. But, on the other hand, you kind of kill Lance Archer's momentum again. Like, you build Lance Archer as the, as the murder hawk monster, and he, loses, and he loses, like, he can't win the big one. This has been his thing since he signed. Yeah, but that's his story. Listen, someone has to lose. Yeah, but what? I, yeah, but that mean you could do more with him than this. Do more with Lance Archer than this. Like I don't mind Lance Archer losing the Miro if he wasn't losing every other big match he had along the way too. Like he's not winning these big matches since he's been with NXT. I mean, NXT AEW is over a year now. He hasn't won any real big matches. Anytime he had a title match, he always lost. Anytime he had like a big money match, like a big match, nine times out of ten, he loses. Yeah. That but, may be something that's going to lead into something. If he's going to join, if, I mean, again, this is me conjecturing, I don't know. If he's going to join Dark Order or something like that, which is a Dark Order, it's for, you know, the misfit toys and shit like that, right? So, he can't get the big one. You know? Who knows? That would probably lead into something. Yeah, but what... But it, but you're just assuming that the AEW is going to lead to something with this. What if they're not? What is this their plan for him? The hype mama is this big monster give give some up and comer a, a real fight so he could lose to everybody. Almost like a, I want to say job to the stars, but like the guy that puts other people over. If that if that if that if, that, if, if that that's his spot, that's his spot. Like I'm not gonna like I'm not the world's biggest Lance Archer fan. If that's his spot, that's his spot. You know. But they're getting other people over, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but they they, they should did more with him because he's talented enough. They could have did more with him. Anyway, um, next up we had Doctor Britt Baker defeating Kira Shida to win the AEW Women's Title. Yeah, this is my match of the night. Oh really? Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Um, I, it it was started out great when I mean, they were going stiff and doing each other like they were go, doing their trying to do their big moves and shit like that. Um. But then at one point, something slowed down. I think Phil, I think Britt Baker got hit in the head or something like that. And it slowed down like quicksand. And um, so they kind of waited. Not waited, you know, because they were still doing moves and shit. But you could tell they were like taking their time for a little bit before they, I guess one of them could get their bearings back. Right. And then once they got their bearings back, then it went back to like you know, zero to 60 right, real right. fast and then they were just going back and then it became a great match again. I gave it three and three quarters. I went four on this. Um, Actually, I enjoyed the hell out of this match. Yeah, I loved it. Again, I was not ready for Sheeta to lose but I know Britt Baker was, it was her time. You know, this was the right win. And, um, yeah, and then at the end, he, he, Shivani, you hear him audibly leave the desk. Yeah. And he gets up. And then, you know, it's a moment thing. It's out of character for yeah. her because she's the heel, and then she's having this loving moment with Tony Schiavone. I li- I kind of liked it, like all the shit that yeah. they put each other through. What well, she with did. all those segments? Yeah. I kind of liked it, and it worked for her because as soon as she's as soon as she's as soon as she, she yeah as soon as she um stops hugging him, I was kind of hoping she would just smack the shit out of him, but. That didn't happen, but her smile goes right away, and she looks to the crowd and just p- 
picks up that new title and just shoves it in everyone's face, you know, because she's the face right. of the company. Um, so I thought that was good. And it was a great moment. You got to do it. You got to do the moment, you know? And it was good. Uh, I'm sure she's going to course correct on Friday. Right. And get everyone booing her again. But uh, Maybe. <laughs> if it's full crap, maybe not. I mean, she's... She's good at it. She's done yeah, it before. Yeah, but she's so over, though. It might be one of those things where... It might be like the Roman no. Reigns thing a little bit. Where they tried to make her a face early on, but she was getting booed. Nah. So they made her a heel... The, the that's it's a different crowd. The the crowd will boo when they know that the the characters want them to boo. You know, they'll still she'll still be over with them and stuff like that. And when she comes out they'll be cheering her for sure. But when she starts talking and she starts talking shit about the the audience and shit, stuff like that, they'll do what they know that they're supposed to do. And they're supposed to boo her. And they'll they'll do it for her. Um because they'll love it. Just like MJF, you know? Everyone loves MJF. But they'll boo him because you're supposed to boo him. You know? Um, and, and she's just as good as MJF on a promo. So I think she'll, she'll be able to carry that. And, and course correct it. She's done it before. Um, next up. Yeah, it was next. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that's right. Darby Allen and Sting defeated Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And the one thing I did not want to happen in this match happened. What? Sting got the pin. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I'm I, watching I don't it. Care. I do. <laughs> this is I fucking do. awesome. I do. I'm watching it. I'm like, this is a decent match. Sting actually looks decent out there. But he that, looks decent? He looked good out there for six fucker. He, that he, you, motherfucker. I'm saying, just say, the motherfucker out there was just fucking taking bumps and okay. shit. But that, and then he takes a bump on the ramp. And he takes off his shirt and he's like, look at me, motherfucker. I'm looking good. But then he jumps off the the the... the the ramp. The, the, the ramp, the coins Stage, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It was fucking awesome. But what I still don't get, what, what did I say when we were previewing the show? I don't mind the Sting Darby thing, but Darby needs to be the one who gets the pins. He's the guy you want to put over. He's this the guy who's getting the pins. This harm Darby this, at all. No, you're wrong. You're, no, wrong. you're wrong. No, I'm not. Darby needs to be getting pins in these big He's teaming up with Sting. Every time he teams up with Sting, Sting always gets the pinfall. Darby should be getting the pins. Not Sting. It should be Darby. Dude, this does not harm Darby at all. This does not harm Darby at all. Especially for this. The, the story... Sting pinned Sky. You know, awesome looking fucking move. Okay. And that's not what the Darby story here. The story was Darby and um, Paige. And that's going to lead into a future storyline. Yeah. But this... This is just pushes Darby further. Darby's over. Yeah. This does not harm anything. Um, I still think that's that. I mean, this is the second time they've had a match together, and this is the second time that Sting has gotten pinfall. And I said during that first match, that's that um the cinematic, excuse me, cinematic match that should have been Sting at the pinfall. You're like, no, no, it does nothing. It does nothing. It, do, it doesn't. Okay, but then here, pay per view in front of a crowd, it should have been Darby Allen getting the pin. No. In front of a crowd like this, a raucous yeah, crowd. In front of a crowd, Darby should be getting everyone, the pin. Everyone, did you not hear the fucking crowd when they cheered for him? Hell no. He should have got the pin. Sting, I agree. No, Darby Allen should have got the pin. <laughs> no, but I, I agree that Sting should have got the pin. No, you're wrong. No. How does it feel to be wrong about that? I'm not. <laughs> Do you not hear the crowd? 
You're, you're wrong. They, the whole crowd was cheering for this shit. You're wrong. This was just fucking over. Dude, the, ma- the match was great, but Darby should have got yeah. the pin. Fucking love the match. It was. It started out very fast, and then it, then it, got, it turned into like a regular tag match, which was really good. We got three three quarters. It was awesome. Same here. Uh, what's next? Next up, Kenny Omega the pinned Orange Cassidy to retain the AEW Championship in a three way match, and we both said it. Say, Orange Cassidy is going to be the pin here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, triple threat. Didn't want it to be a triple threat. Uh, they didn't change any rules. No. Which I was hoping they would do. But like I said earlier, they, they gave me a good match, which I, I assumed that they were going to give us. And yeah. It was a great match. It three was three quarters. Um, three and a half. I um, enjoyed it. The, and shit, they fucking made me believe for a second that Orange was going to take it. Dude, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm uh, like... They are not going to give this shit to Orange Cassidy. There's like, no way. There's no way you can have Orange Cassidy as the fa- as the champion of your company. There's no it, way. There's no way. But didn't you believe it? Like that I one thought they were going to do it. I really when did. When he kicked out Pac and went for it, yeah, I stood at attention. I was like, oh. and I was like, they, they didn't do it. But that's fucking. Come on, that's ring fucking psychology. That if they had pulled that off, that would have been ballsy if they did that. No, I'm not saying like the. Had he got the pin, but the fact that they got you, me, and the entire fucking audience to take that shit and eat it and believe that he was gonna win—that's ring psychology. Mm. That's ring psychology. But the match was good, and it should have ended here. This should be an in pay per view. No, I, I enjoyed the 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 thing. Oh god, it wasn't great or anything like that. Dude, it's a cinema match. It was. Uh, it was everything. That, what did you? I remember when we were previewing the show. You said was you don't want cinematic match to be silly like the first stadium stampede was. Yeah, but it was no, not like the first one. This I said it was gonna have some jokes and silly stuff happening, but this didn't have like this was, magic shit and stuff. Dude, like that. this was so bad. No, it wasn't. Oh my! It was God. fun for a cinematic. It was fun. Oh my! They went to that fake meat locker. Yeah. And then they went to that fake disco thing, the party thing down there. They're that like, was my favorite part. That was so. And they I they, love that bu- part they have a drink together and it's cool. And I, I was watching. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, and it's eleven thirty at night. I'm like, no, no. This was this was fine. The for a cinematic, it was fine for uh, half a cinematic actually, which is something I kind of enjoyed itself. I'm wondering if like. It was taped. Yeah, half of it was taped. The, 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 everything All, inside everything, the stadium, inside the stadium was out, taped. Yeah, that was that there. was live. Right. So I'm hoping, like, maybe that's what they're trying to say. Like, this is the end, and we're bringing it so. back live. You know? I hope so. Um, I think if they ever do another stadium stampede, it has to be figured out how to do it live. Figure out how the way to do this live through the crowd. Get the crowd involved in some way. Now, let me say this. First of all, I think the wrong team won. No, I disagree. I the right team won because you want to you want to end the show with Jericho, I, I, Jericho's music playing in the crowd. Yeah. Would you? I get all that. Yeah. But storyline wise, the wrong team won. No, I disagree. How? Why do you disagree? Who who loses this? Other than you know, in 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 real life, no one loses this. Everyone gets pushed further, and there's more stories between the pinnacle and inner circle. Where do you go from here? You, you you did War Games, which should have been the end of it. Then you do this. Where do you go from here? How do you end the feud from here? Now you can uh, break them apart now and do you know solo stuff and, and tag team stuff. You know? 
I think I, I think I texted you this yeah last night. Probably. Um, they should have did the stadium stampede on dynamite when they with no crowd because then they could have filmed it and they, they could have shown it on the screen at people cheering. It would work better. They could have did something different here and save war games for all out. Because then you could then you could set up the cage so you could have it in front of a live crowd for, and have the cages lower. Like no, they, they they promised blood and guts for the live audience, the the dynamite audience. Yeah, but you know what? Time, things change. It was last year was a crazy year. They, they, they could have changed it and had it. I had it at a pay per view instead. Uh-huh. This was promised. This is what they wanted to give the audience before. They made good on their promise. Yeah, but I know you want to make. I know you want. But I know you want to make good on your promises, goodwill, yada yada yada. But what's best for the storytelling and the storyline and the move storylines along? This wasn't it. Yes, it was. It's been working for them. It's over with the audience. People love it, and. It's just working. Okay, so where do you go from here with the Pinnacle and the, and the Inner Circle? Where like do you I go said, from now here? they can now maybe go do more separate stuff. Break it apart now. You have uh, Jericho and MJF. You have the the FTR and um, what's what's their face? The, the PMP. So basically you're saying they should be doing... They do, they, what they're going to probably do now is what I said they should have been doing first. Yeah, in reverse. Why? That makes no sense. It's different. That makes no sense. How though. does it not make sense? Because... It started out as a group versus group thing, and now they're just breaking it down. Now they want to get wins on each other. They can't do another group and group thing. That's why you do the singles and tag thing to lead up to the group thing. You don't do the group thing first. The group thing should be war games should is like hell in a cell. It should be the end game. War games or blood and guts, whatever they call it, should have been how they ended the feud. That should have been the end game. There's no way to go, you know, whoa, these guys have been fighting over... I mean, I said back then, these guys have been fighting for months. The only way to, the only way to contain it is in a double cage. It should have been... That's how, that should have been the end. We got it. We're going to end this feud once and for all. We're going to throw you all in the cage and let you kill each other. That's how we're going to end this. Yeah. But they started with that, and now they're going to have regular matches. So basically, you're, what, you're, what you're trying to sell me is that you're going to go from... A stadium stampede brawl and war games to a legit one-on-one or tag match. Yeah. And expect it to be... And expect me to believe that all the hatred that was shown on those two matches is gone now. And they're going to have regular matches now. You're, that's what you're going to try to sell me. Well, I don't understand. What's your question? How are you going to sell that to me? Sell what? That you that you went from war games and stadium stampede where you, you all tried to kill each other to a regular match now. Because they still work for a wrestling company. But it should be... <laughs> but <laughs> they, still, they still gotta do matches. Now they gotta do matches. Yeah, but the, the right way to do it <laughs> would've been the other way around. It doesn't matter. Like, this is just a different way to do it. Okay, but where do you go from here? Right, right. I just told you, regular matches now. Okay, but how do you end this sort of feud with Inner Circle and Pentacle? Never ends? The feud goes on forever? Shit, I don't mind that. Why wouldn't it... Like, why do you need it to end right away? Not right away, but you gotta. They could hate each other forever now, you know. Maybe not have matches all the time. They can move on to different stories, and then come right back and just fucking hate each other again, you know. Like, guess what? Cody MJF, their story's not over. It's gonna come back around, and then they'll do that again. I don't agree with you. 
<laughs> I just don't. I just don't. I don't like the way. I don't like the way. The I like the feud. The Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. I like the feud. I like you know the premise. But I loved it. I don't like the way the feud was executed. It's fine. It, it's just a different way. Different is not always good. You know when we when we talked about this pay per view and if, uh, you know I I said my problem was it was very predictable. You know like, sometimes predictable is good. So the way, but you, but when I say that the way they did this feud was wrong, like we don't agree on how wrestling. Thank God we don't we don't want a wrestling company because we'd be fighting all the time. We would we'd be fighting all the time because we both have different visions of how feud should be run. Yeah. Like to me, it should be. Like stuff like Hell in the Cell War Game should be the ending point of a feud. Not like the first match of having a feud. I'm not saying it, it shouldn't be that. I'm saying that it doesn't have to be that. But some I mean most feuds, like you know, if you're doing like a regular four on four feud, yeah, maybe you don't have maybe you don't have to go there. But that blood hatred between the pinnacle and in the circle, that the war game should have been the end of the feud. Like the, we can't contain them anymore. Should have been a bunch of matches, singles, tags, six, eight man, whatever. Then stadium stampede. But I don't then mind war them games. continuing it. I don't mind them continuing a feud. Like why would, like okay, listen. Inner circle is there. It's not like they're going anywhere, right? Like blood and guts. Even after blood, let's say blood and guts was the last thing they did. Okay. Where the fuck is inner circle going if they lost that? Right? They're not leaving. Jericho's still working for the company. Sammy Guevara's still working for the company. PMP's still working for the company. Uh, Hager's still working for the company. Presumably. Right? And then the Pinnacle guys are still working for the company. So why... Why would it just end? Right? It's... You know, it would just be like, oh... It would, it would just be friends now or whatever. Because then the storyline you could build is, though, like the Pinnacle, the inner circle's not around anymore. Now, you got... Now you have... You have Santana Ortiz trying to find a way. Maybe put them back with Conan in LAX. You have MGF, um, um, Sam Guevara trying to find his way. So you're trying to break them up, you're saying? I'm saying if they had lost. If if you have the inner circle lose, which I think should have happened, then you have these guys trying to find their way. Like like Sam Guevara is trying to find his way. Maybe you put Santana Ortiz back with Conan as LAX. You You know, build up that partnership again. There's so many things you could have done with them. Conan's part of this company. I'm just saying something like that. Or you can have Sammy Guevara with with Santana Ortiz as the new LAX or whatever. Dude, the stuff you could have done with the Inner Circle losing. Maybe Jer- you had to keep Jericho off TV for a while to sell his injuries. You know, you know the injury of his arm is obviously fake now. You can have him and Hager off TV for a while trying to sell the injury. Then he comes back trying to get revenge on the pinnacle... And maybe the inner circle starts reuniting to help him. And Pinnacle, you know what? Fine. Want to do it again? Let's do this again. Like, down the line. Yeah, I mean, that's just an idea. I'm sure they got their own ideas. But, uh, this was good. This was fine for a cinema match. My favorite part was the the disco place. That was my, that was the, I hated that. I fucking, that was the best part. Like, I was like, the other parts were just starting to get too long in the tooth for me. With the fighting all around the fucking thing. This ended up in the disco or club or whatever. And uh, then you had Tully and the FTR boys dressed up for like a bunkhouse stampede type of thing. They look cool. And then, you know, they had the drinks. And you had the, the special DJ, which was Conan, which was awesome. Um, 
And then they just started brawling throughout this whole fucking But they had a drink first together. That's fine. Have a drink. That's fine. Have a drink with your enemy. That's, that's an honorable thing, man. <laughs> and then they threw the table. Like, that wasn't a silly thing, them having a drink. I, I guess. Yeah. But they were having a drink with an enemy? I like, just didn't enjoy the I've done that. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy this match. Yeah. But, uh, and then and then they brought it back, and then they went back to Jericho. Because, yeah, this was very segmented, because they went to this group, Spears, and that group, and you know, all that shit. And then they went back to MDF and Jericho, and then everything led to the live crowd. And then that's where it picked up better more. And then it, uh, MDF, and, I'm sorry, Sammy Guevara and Spears, and Spears gets the win. And, uh, and then no, Spears um, got the win. I'm sorry, um, Sammy, Sammy Guevara, Guevara got, got the win, win on Spears. And, um, and then all the inner circle come in, they celebrate, the whole crowd is singing. I was expecting somebody to turn on somebody. That's no. what I was waiting for. Nah, they wanted this. Like I was thinking as I was watching this, I was like, "Inner Circle needs to win this." Because if, because otherwise, all my complaints about, or any everyone's complaints about, like WrestleMania, where nothing but heels won, right? You have that here, right? Because the Young Bucks won, Kenny won, Britt Baker won. Uh, the mirror one, which, but they're all heels. Right? Sting and Darby won their faces. But the the, the titles, the title matches. Okay. Right? All the heels won, you know. And that was the big problem of WrestleMania was that all the the title matches were all won by heels, and, and it was just in front of a crowd. You know that there was no, it wasn't a good ending, right? And this they gave us a good ending for in front of a crowd, you know, and they were singing. Yeah, which I told you they're gonna be singing. This crowd's into it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought it was a great show, and uh, I loved it. It was a, a show of a year of the year for me. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I maybe I'm not on a hype train like you are, but I enjoyed it though. Uh, I could have deal without the stadium stampede. I'll agree to that. Like it wasn't like the best part of it. Um, I, I don't like that the show ended with that. Like I don't mean, mind that because, I, like I said, it, it it ended on this high note. Oh, um, one complaint about the Kenny Omega match. Well, not a complaint. So during the match, Kenny had to start using all of his belts to try to win. Yeah. He came in with the Impact title. He hits him with the belt. Yeah. Comes with the Triple A title. The announcer say he's hitting him with the Triple A title. Yeah. Then when he comes and hits a TNA title, they don't even mention it. Why not say the Impact title? Why not say the TNA title? Why not say the Impact World Championship? Like, like it feels like they're going out of way not to mention Impact Wrestling at all. Well, they might not be able to. Who knows? What do you mean? They, they, they might be like you have, a, a, you have a work relationship with them. But there might be like some type of copyrights and shit like that. They gotta work through. Who knows? But the title's on TV. Relax. <laughs> it's on a pay per view. Uh, yeah, but you. But if you don't watch Impact Wrestling, you don't know what title that is. How is that helping Impact Wrestling? You don't know what title that is. Dude, they're getting ratings beyond the, the, what they've had before. It's helping. Okay, I mean, that made no, made no sense that they mentioned the AAA title but not the Impact title, but okay. I'm surprised they had the AAA title, um, to tell you the truth. Well, it, well, it, well it's pay-per-view. Can't come out with all the belts you I know, that but the, the thing is, there's been issues with AAA, like, like, court issues, like court problems. 
something's going on with their like copyrights and shit like that. So there was a while where they weren't even mentioning AAA either uh, because of that. So I was wondering what was happening with that. And then he oh, he came with all the titles. Um, but yeah, love the show. A lot of fun. Crowds are back. This was very enjoyable. I'm glad the crowds are back. I am. That whole thing not wearing masks though. Like I'm still like... Yeah, I know. And I agree. Like if you offered me, hey, I got tickets to uh, Double or Nothing. You want to go? I wouldn't be like, nah. Not like, for me. Like, I, I, I mean, not to, uh, we're done with wrestling talk. I mean, yeah. we, we, no, we both have our opinions of the show. We both enjoyed it. You more than me. Yeah. But we're, we're going we're gonna to switch gears a little bit. So Terrificon is coming back this year. Mm-hmm. In August. Yeah. And I want to go. Yeah. I asked you and you're like, no. Yeah, I'm just not ready for that. See, and that's my problem with having full crowds back at some of these shows. At the NBA games too. I watched the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the Suns in the playoffs this year. They're up, you know, series tied at two. Damn, they, that series is going seven. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I enjoy having the crowds there. I enjoy listening to it. Yeah. Again, same problem I'm having. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Like I, listen, you gonna put them out there and they wanna go? Fuck it. I fucking love seeing it. And I'm enjoying it. Right? But I, if you're gonna ask me to go, I'm gonna say no. Even if you offered it for free, here's free tickets to double or nothing or all out, whatever. I'm like, nah, not for me. Sorry. I'm not yeah. ready. I just, I, I, it's too much anxiety for me to even try, you know? Yeah. I even mean, just going to the zoo, I'm like, ugh. I don't see, want to be in front of crowds. See, I guess my, I guess for me, it's not it's easier for me to, to wrap my head around doing that. Mm-hmm. Like going to like a com a, a small convention because yeah. I've been dealing with the public since this whole thing started. Yeah. So I'm kind of like used to it. and plus I'm vaccinated. Yeah. But I'm kind of used to it though. Yeah. So I can see why your anxiety is coming in. But watching it on TV, well, I will I, say, watching it on TV, I'm, maybe it might be the opposite for you. But watching it on TV. Oh, it, it made me want it though. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I miss, I miss being at a wrestling show, or a crowd, you know. But uh, I'm still not ready. But I, I, watching it on TV, watching it on a, on this double or nothing, I was like, like I really want to go to Trificon this year. I really want to go. Yeah. And you sure you can't do one day? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Think we'll about see, it. We'll see. Think about it. We'll and if see. we go, like, just a Saturday, we'll go just like a Saturday. We'll, no, we'll go like a Sunday. I mean, we only went one day before. So yeah, we'll go, like, we'll go just one day. We'll go, we'll go on a Sunday. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll try. I'll try. I'll, I'll go to therapy and see. <laughs> see if they can help me out here. So, um, one thing we didn't talk about for Double Enough, uh, the, the, Mark Henry has joined AEW. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Mark Henry. He's going to be uh, an analysis for... Trainer the, and analysis for Rampage. For Rampage. But he's, still, he's had some pictures on social media of him getting in shape again, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe he's probably going to wrestle for them. Okay, and? You got a problem with that? Where where have they failed? I'm sorry, with, with any of these legends. With Christian, he looks good. Work looks good. Have they fucked up yet with Paul? Have they even done anything with Paul? Where everyone was like, oh my god! He's just been a fucking announcer right now. Which I'm sure it'll lead to something. But they haven't done anything. <laughs> People are all scared that he's going to be like, oh, someone's going to be put buried because of Paul White. Why never say They that? use established stars to put over people. That's it. Okay? 
Sting looks awesome. Cage is awesome. They're all awesome, guys. Relax. Yeah, but, I mean, if I had to pick between having Christian Cage being going up the ranks and, say, Brian Pillman going up the ranks, I'd rather have Brian Pillman. Yeah, and no one's going to watch that show. You got to build them up. And this is how you build them up. You put them with stars. You know? You know, no one's going to care about Pillman if he's not going to be getting the rub off of a star like Cage or or Sting or whoever they're going to put him with, you know? Or Jericho. You know? Every time they put a legend with in this show, they use these legends to put over younger stars. Like Jericho with his group. He put an entire group. Cody. Every, you know, put over everyone, you know? Uh, Sting and Darby. Cage, whatever program he's going to be in. Yeah. They use them to put over stars. Oh, we also didn't mention during during the title match, Good Brothers came out trying to interfere, and then Kazarian took you know went after Good Brothers. That was the tag. That was for the tag. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, that, yeah, tag right. You know, Kazarian who thinks he's the elite killer now, yeah, so they're the, feuding him with the elite. He's the elite headhunter. Elite headhunter. Yeah. So okay. I, I guess wonder, you got to do something with them. Yeah, I wonder if that will lead to impact because he attacked. Mostly, who he attacked here was um, the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers, and they're on Impact. Yeah, right? yeah. loved it. All right. it was Still good. I show. enjoyed it. No, I'm not like I said. I, I'm not on a high train like you are for it, but I enjoyed it though. I mean, I just like good wrestling shows. <laughs> this was it. You, you're 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 a simple person. I get that. <laughs> I'm a, a what? You're a simple person. Well, it's not that complicated. <laughs> it's it's easy to put together. It is, I enjoyed it. It was a good show. Like I don't, I don't say oh, I shouldn't watch that shit. It's, it's not a, a WWBB pay per view bad. It wasn't that. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So that is a show for this week. That was a show. Yeah. Oh my! Oh, I'm sorry. My match of the night, I'll say, was the fucking buy-in. That show was awesome. Serena D versus Rico. I'm going Britt Baker versus Sheeta. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, dud of the night. Dud of the night. Yeah. I. Hmm. It would be a. You know, I'll, I'll give it to Cody and I'll go, bro. I'm gonna give it to Stan Stampede. Yeah. I mean, the ending was fine, but I guess I meant. I mean, that for me, the truth, that's what saved it. Otherwise, that's what that was. The two I was thinking about was Stan Stampede. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Stan Stampede and Cody were the two main duds but the ending of the Stan Stampede and the big ending everyone's singing the song that saved it for me that was just a great ending yeah I mean it couldn't save it for me <laughs> it, was, it was just bad it couldn't save it for me I mean if I had to go dud A and dud 1A like tied definitely does something too though and then Anthony Gogo did show something yeah but whatever that's the show <laughs> Um, but we're still working on Isolation Mania, whatever we're calling it now. At some point, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I got ideas. I just got to look. I'm looking for matches. I got two ideas. I'm looking for matches for both. All right. And I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. But yeah. All right. That's the show. Top guys out. Two. Three.